Hello everyone, this is Will. This is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come Out at Night. Mostly. Um, you know the drill, go to social medias, go to our YouTube page, go to, our web go to uh, anywhere you find podcasts. Everywhere. Go like, comment, subscribe if you like what you hear. Um, if you do like it, also share it if you want to, you know. If you have friends that might be interested as well. This is also true. You know, uh, have them listen. We do appreciate anyone listening. Uh, we appreciate our audience very much. If you have recommendations, keep sending those in. Yeah, we, we will get. To, we will get to them. We appreciate all of you. Thank you so much. All right, let's get into it. You saw the poster. I posted it on tonight. We're doing it. One second. Let me just see. Make sure I didn't have, have any... Uh... Do we have... Do you have any housekeeping? Sorry. Okay. 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 All right. All right. I almost forgot. Backtrack. 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 Okay. Well, yeah, sure. I guess it's housekeeping. Um, one of you, one of you kind people said that you watched Razorback on account of our glowing, oh, glowing review of it. I really hope you liked it as much as we did. They did love it. Um, Hell yeah. And I'm happy because, I mean, the more people watch Razorback, the better. So See, I am glad. We do contribute. You get something positive. You get something out of this podcast, out of this. okay? Just let that be a lesson to you. Somebody watched Razorback. So, I'm glad you enjoyed it, because we obviously adored more, more people should. If you haven't seen it, go watch Razorback now. Yeah, because we adored it. But now... But for now, we're going okay. into franchise films for a moment. Um, so, we're going Friday the 13th. A new beginning. New beginning. Uh, this is a pretty... Controversial? Did it? It flopped pretty hard, didn't it? No, this made money. What do you did think they made, made a more? Oh, that's true. They all made money. Technically. But I, well, I mean, but like the it I, was I, critically. I guess, I guess the idea kind of flopped because they didn't really do anything with the whole concept after this one. They just went yeah. back to form. They just went back to Jason. This was kind of looked at as a I don't know. I guess you want to call like it like the a black weird sheep of the weird experiment. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, listen it. I don't hate this movie. I know a lot of people do. Yeah, I like this movie. I know a lot of people think that it's kind of just stupid and they should have done just Jason again. I get which, it. Like, I get it. I like Jason too. I think I think the other... I, l- listen, there's definitely better films in the franchise other than this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly. I mean, the first four are incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, they're great. If you just watch the first four, that's really all you need. I mean the disagree. rest. The re- well, I know you disagree, but uh, but I mean, if you only watched the first four, it'd you'd be, be fine. fine yeah, um, I disagree too because you should watch after this one too. Because personally, my fa- my personal favorite is six, which is the one after this. Yeah. Um, now there are worse ones in this franchise too. We kind of discussed this before, uh, <laughs> which will be on the podcast as well. I mean, they will all be on here. So, uh, Jason Takes Manhattan is probably our least favorite. And obviously, I know there's like, fans of that one, but I'm not a big fan. It's If I had to skip one during a marathon, <laughs> I would default to that. I, I, mean, don't obviously, need, I don't need Boat Jason. That's all I... No. And, I mean, obviously, all these movies, it will be on the podcast. So, I mean, I will give it another shot. Yeah. But... I don't. But we're starting with this one because the first four are a little too high. Well, we did have. We did the... the Four. Four. That's right. Oh, yeah. Final the, chapter. Okay. 
I the the thing okay so we'll get into that later um because I have some issues with this movie it's kind of frustrating in a way for me not in a bad way it's pretty nitpicky but I just want to go over it um I know what's gonna (laughs) it's just nitpicky I mean it's still a good movie I'm not I'm not saying that like you shouldn't watch it if you're like a Friday the Thirteenth fan, yeah, I mean, if you like the franchise, I don't see any reason to really not. It has watch like this Jason vibes, so yeah. like, I mean, like, spoiler alert: Jason's not in it, but it has Jason vibes, like hardcore. Yes, because so for those of you who do know or don't know, l- listen, I mean, it's from it's from 1985. We're spoiling it. I don't care. It's been decades. Well, I'm also spoiling if you haven't seen final chapter. For those who don't know. Um, Jason dies at the end of that. Yes. Um, you know, little Tommy Jarvis slices his fucking head in half mm-hmm. in that, and in, in a great fucking amazing effect and a great kill. But that's how that one ends. So comes the next year because that one made a fucking bucket load of money. Yep. They are like, well, fuck it, <laughs> another one. <laughs> Let's do another one. And so you get this one where it's. You know, if you see the movie, it's not Jason. We'll get into that. But they kind of do a thing at the end. So you'll, yeah. So it's going to be kind of a rambler because we'll just talk about the kills. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about like kind of the plot. We'll do an overview. Um, and then we'll just talk about, I mean, it's a slasher film. So we're just going to go over all the kills yeah. basically because the plot is uh, sort of unimportant, you know? So like it's, it's, a slash movie. it's a little important because like you need to know why the person's killing, but like that's about it yeah it's like you just need to know why the hell this is all happening mm-hmm. and that's all you need and then you just fucking see kill after kill after kill and then you just sit back and enjoy yep um so yeah let's get into uh friday the 13th well the first thing i mean is you see the kid in the opening it's the kid from the last movie yeah Corey feldman right yes yeah um who was also the same year this came out was in goonies um so it's him in the beginning and he is he comes up to Jason's grave and you know just standing there and then two like two dickheads gr- yeah well two guys want to fucking see Jason Voorhees' yeah. body so he goes in like the bushes and they you know dig it up open up the casket he's in there all covered in worms and then he you know he stabs one of he he kills both of them well i mean i obviously if you've seen the last chapter you know that this is kind of like not it because i mean jason's head would be in well also like i mean would they bury him in his mask but whatever yeah well yeah exactly <laughs> yeah because he um, knocked his mask off at the end of the last one right but um you know he kills the two idiots and stands up and walks toward the kid and like and raises and takes his a swing at him raises the machete up takes a swing and we get a guy waking up in a in a bus in a like like a van. Yeah, going to a um he's going from like a mental asylum basically. And that's the setup. So he goes to like a it's like a camp, like a ranch with all these troubled youths. Yes. And then shenanigans start occurring. That's the setup. That's the setup. Um yeah, so like crazy shit starts happening. We um you know, he's we, like damaged we, from the from, well, from the last movie. Obviously, he's 
damaged from everything that happened. Well, and we get we are we get so like a colorful cast of characters that all you know. This movie is very with, colorful. With slasher films, you get to meet a lot of the your victims in the first like few minutes of the movie. I mean, yeah, because like so we also get like a hill. Like, there's like a hillbilly family. And they hate they hate the fact they, that they're like right next door to this thing. Well, because basically what happens is they have all these like troubled youths like terrorizing well, them. Two. But, well, well, we're we're because I mean in that scene, she says she's tired of people coming over there. So we presume that there's like possibly literally like that it happens all the time. Yeah. But they antagonize it too. So it's like they're just as at fault. Oh no, those those two characters are absolutely insane. Some colorful nonsense. Well, I love how the one, the mom, like it's always sw- fucking insulting swear, the kids. Swears like a fucking sailor, yeah. just like fuck every other word and like <laughs> is insulting her son every chance she gets <laughs> and fucking just is just mean and angry all the time. And her son is just like this really fucking stupid. He's just a complete dumbass. Probably belongs with those uh, like those troubled youths in that like camp too. <laughs> there was because he's definitely you know, troubled. Yeah, he has some trouble. He's, I, I guess, neurodivergent is the new uh, word. We're oh, that's what you here. call. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. what you call him. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I guess. Very okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, buddy. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so we have them. Uh, they're kind of causing trouble, and then um, one of the, like the chef or whatever, I can't remember his name, but he has a like a, a son that's there who just hangs out there. Who just hangs out there. Who has a brother that lives in like a trailer park. Yes. So that's like kind of the setup of all our characters. So you have the entire like um, camp farm of all the troubled teens and like the the counselors basically. Mm-hmm. And then you have the hillbillies, the son that just hangs out there, and then the um, the other son that is in the trailer park. Yes. So that's where we're going in this movie. And the cops, which will show up. But, yeah. So I do, like, you know, again, go watch this movie if you haven't seen it. I do kind of appreciate the setup of, like, the first murder, like, is the catalyst for the rest of the yeah this like one because like it's not like the first murder is not by any actual murder not counting the dream sequence yeah it's not like it's not perpetrated by yeah. like any jason character or no. jason adjacent character at at all and the funny thing is i i had this kill spoiled for me years ago because I remember, well, it became like kind of a meme almost. Yeah, because I remember watching like a video when I was like like a teenager on YouTube, and this they had this scene in it, the chocolate bar scene. And though at the time I didn't know that that's the first kill in the movie, but I did have this spoiled. Though, and it, but it is still very. This scene is. It's it is, very amusing because it's like it is fascinating. You just too. watch it, and it's just like I like that there's no music. There's no like music at all, but you can just feel like you know something is gonna happen. Because it's like this guy with a chocolate bar, and he's a total like doofus, and he walks up to these two girls like folding laundry. Well, they're folding laundry, and he asks if he can help them because he wants to be helpful and he wants to help out more around 
the the, the, the house. camp. He, yeah, he's kind of like a lovable dolt, you know. Yeah. Like he's you know he's just trying to help, but he has like chocolate all over his hands. And so they're like, no. And then you know he like picks up some stuff and gets chocolate all over him. They're like, get the fuck out of here. And he says, well, so the whole time this is happening, there is a just a dude chopping <laughs> chopping wood. at a like a solid piece of wood and he can't like chop it in half so he can't, just keeps wailing on it and he's not happy one well, you can feel like the tension rising because yeah. he's getting angrier and angrier at this piece of wood and like you mm-hmm. can tell something's going to happen right it's yeah. like it's like he's like a a, a pot of water that's about to boil yes. over because yeah, he he the kid bothers the girls and then they tell him to go away and he says, "Like when he goes over, that's to... the way you feel. Yeah, just like... forget it." And then he walks. <laughs> he gets away. All fr- He gets frustrated, so he walks over to the guy chopping the wood. And you just the tension is just going because well, you know, like, and he not... tries to break it because he's like, "Oh, don't tell them, but I have an extra chocolate bar. You can yeah. have it if you let me help you." And he just like the guy just keeps he's chopping just like, the you know, wood. I like it here, and the guy's like. I hate it. Yeah. He just keeps fucking chopping this thing. Well, and the guy, the, the guy is, the guy is, uh, with the chocolate bars, he sets the chocolate bar. He's like, I got, look, I'm just going to leave it here. And if you want, and if you get hungry, you can have it. He just, he's trying to, he's trying. Okay. And then he chops it in half. And he's like, well, if that's how you feel, forget, forget it. it. And then he like walks away and the guy like gets so frustrated yeah. at that. That he literally hacks at the uh, the kid with the chocolate bars. And then it's like the next scene. And, you know, they're all like horrified. And, you know, ambulance shows up. And you just see like this body, a bloody body with like, you know, a towel over it or whatever. And it's these two like paramedics. And they like, one of them walks up to it and like opens it up. And it's just like this mangled fucking mess his arm his it's it's horrific because this is like one of the most violent like aftermath scenes in the entire movie because his arm is literally laying on top of his back and his back has like all these like like all these like wounds on it yeah like this guy just fucking went to town on this body and the paramedic who like lifts it up like everyone's horrified and he's just like huh bunch of pussies well he like he blows a fucking like bubble bubble gum gum? yeah like and he's like bunch of fucking pussies and this other paramedic is like he's just well like visibly shaken yeah like you can tell it's fucking up him up and you're like maybe he's just fucking horrified like yeah but but then he starts acting kind of like weird yeah well if you've seen the movie you know yeah um then they, they take that body away yep and the end of those two you know the the one who killed him goes away yeah he gets arrested so now there's like tension in the house because like you know there's like a scene where one of them sets the the table but like she sets too many plates she has two extra plates yeah and they get like kind of upset with her they the main guy makes like these masks and he gets he had them in the in the movie before this and he brings them yeah so one of one of the the troubled youth uh puts it on and like scares the shit out of him and then is like you know because he's not laughing he starts like kind of punching him 
Well, he's like, hey, like, didn't What's you think deal? that was What's funny? The problem, man? It's and he funny. gets flipped over a table. Flips over and starts and punching him. Like, starts punching him, and then the counselor has to like, you know, control him. So it's also kind of like building up, like, you know, well, like maybe this guy is the killer. Yeah, because he's kind of violent. There's also like the the well, and he keeps like having visions of Jason, because mm-hmm. um, he killed Jason, so he keeps having these like. He sees Jason in like a courtyard, or he'll see Jason like in the mirror, you know, in the mirror, um, about to like strike him or something like that. Plus, the like the hillbilly family, like even the mom is always saying like, "I'll if they keep messing with me, I'll chop them up." So it's like that's also well. And I don't know what point it comes in, but there's another character that kind of comes in when the mom's like feeding her son stew, and then like this it's guy, like it's a drifter, the drifter just comes to the door. And he's like, I'll do anything. I just need like some I just food. need some food. And she's like, Well, go take some chicken shit and put it like on yeah. the side of the shed. And he's like, Okay. And he's like, Well, she he's the goddamn ugliest man <laughs> I've ever seen. And the son's like, Yeah. And yeah, like, he's like and she's shut like, the fuck up, she's, you dildo. She's like she's like, Shut the fuck up, you dildo. You're not too good looking yourself. And he's yeah, like, You're I, I know, mom. And she just like chops at a chicken and gets all pissed off time. at him. Then I think the next kill is is the fucking ambulance or the yeah, the driver. No, it's the two dude two dudes that where they're oh yeah the down. greasers the greasers um yeah in nineteen eighty five we have t- a greaser scene yeah there's two greasers going to a party and their car breaks down and one of them's like you know working on it the other one goes to take a shit. Well, I love this. I this dude that's like he literally sits in the car like lets his friend do everything yep. and then like bitches him out for not fixing the car so he's like i'm gonna go take a shit fix it he goes takes a shit the guy's like fixing it and then you see like a flare light up yeah and he's like what the hell are you doing man like what's your problem and then he gets closer he realizes it's not his friend yeah and it's our killer he and... sticks the flare in his mouth yeah, he sticks the flare in his mouth. You don't see anything after that. And then um, the guy comes back and the his friend is just laying in the engine. Yeah. On the engine. And he's like, all right. And he's like, all right. And he starts like singing a song about like what's going on. He's like, if you don't fix it, I'll I'm going to fucking you. kill you. You haven't fixed it, you fucker. Fucking, you fucking dumbass. Yeah, yeah, haven't fixed it. That's so stupid. And then he, you know, he turns on the car and, and he's then like, you hell see, yeah. And then you see like a hand reach, like reach and grab his forehead and pull him back and then slit his throat. Slit his throat. That's the end of them. And then do the... um. Do the cops find them? Yeah, remember because yeah. they they're thinking like we got like a homicidal maniac on our yeah. hands, like. But the paramedic shows so, up in that scene again. Yeah, so the paramedic shows up, and you can tell he's like something's up. He's acting weird. Maybe this job isn't for him, or something like that. I mean, if you again, if you've seen the movie, you know. Yeah. And like it's it's one of those things of like the killer's in plain sight, and like you know if. You didn't notice it, but your brain did kind of yes. thing. So anyway, um, the next death is, is the, the dude and the girl at the cafe, right? Oh, right. Yeah. So we get this. So the other paramedic, the one that blew the bubble gum and like made fun no, of the it's dead. Not the, it's not a paramedic. It's a um, it's like a driver for the fucking insane asylum. Oh, you're right. Yeah, he was the van driver yeah. for. He was the one looking at like nudie magazines while they were driving up up to the. That's uh, why he's the way he is. The place, 
So he's like he's like doing donuts in this fucking like gas station parking lot and is waiting for this girl to come out. And she comes out and she's like, "Okay, well like, yeah, we'll go to this party. Let me just go get ready and like lo- lock up. up lock up shop." And he's like, "Okay." So he starts doing cocaine in the car <laughs> cuz he has a little kit just he like takes off his fucking rearview mirror. He's got uh, a not, whole... not like a rear view mirror, but it's like a little like vanity mirror on his like wi- uh, his sun shield. Well, he's got his whole cocaine kit. He's got a little vial, little fucking razor blade. Just little, starts like, snorting it right there. Table thing, yeah. And so yeah, she's in the. She's she's, she's all a, getting ready. She's in the bathroom getting ready, and then she hear she hears a sound, and that's a big crash. And then it cuts back to the dude in the car. Mm-hmm. And he's like getting frustrated because she's not coming out. He's like, "Where are you? Come on, let's go!" Like, he starts blaring the horn, and then he like he gets kind of out of the car, and you see a POV shot of an axe coming down onto like a bald spot on his head, and it just impales him in the back. And of like the head. you see his face react, yeah. and then he like brushes all the cocaine like kit <laughs> stuff like into his car, and then he's dead. And the... so she, the crash was a cat, and it knocked over like some pans. Yeah. Although they're perfectly stacked when it shows. I don't know. It's like it, it's fine. Whatever. Well, the, the the crashing sound was more like glass, so it's fine. Yeah. So she's gonna let the cat out. So she lets the cat out and then like, goes to the car, and like there's no one in it. Yep. So she's waiting for the guy. I don't know where she think he she thinks he went like the bathroom or something that's fine because she gets some distracted she sees the cocaine and is like well if i'm not gonna let it go to waste like this is a nice way this is a nice way to like waste a lot of money but whatever but more for me or whatever she says and then she notices she like is leaning over to get the cocaine and she notices like a bloody axe yeah and like jason's feet yeah and so she screams and like gets out of the other side of the car and he stabs her. And yeah, he stabs her with a machete, right? Yeah. And yeah. then um, she's like on the ground and you see like the, you know, it like, like the, it like slicing into her stomach. That's the end of them. Then the next. Is it the two in the woods? Yes. The horny. Yes. The horny youngins. So basically all you need to know is between these deaths, it's like the cops are kind of investigating it. One of the cops thinks it's Jason. The mayor tells him um, we the cremated like, him. The mayor's impossible. like, it's fucking impossible. We cremated him. Like, like you know, Jason cannot be alive. There's no yeah. way. Um, and then we get like a bunch of like tension with the uh, the troubled youths mm-hmm. because they're like trying to figure out who the fuck is killing all these people as well. Then they, th- I, I think they think it's the new, like Tommy. Well, they never. They never like the outright. The they, camp they never do. Well, they never outright say it, but they do like they are. They're kind of trying to get him like more, get him to open up more. Yeah, because so, he's still acting weird and like withdrawn. We get these two, this guy and this woman. Um, he's horny, and so is she because they're the ones who got in trouble earlier. Because she's movie. hanging up clothes, and he comes to proposition her for a fucking. Yeah, and she he, she's like, we can't, like, we can't do it right here. And he's he, like, they grab a sheet and they run into the woods. Yeah, they run into the woods, find a spot, and start going at it. And then you see someone watching them, and you think it's Jason, right? But it and then it's actually it the, pans up, and it's the 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 drifter, 
that was helping the hillbilly family. And uh, so he watches for a bit. He watches for a bit, licks his lips. He, he he's gonna walk away, and then Jason's right there. Gets stabbed. Jason drags him away, and then you know they're done. So he's like, "I'm gonna go clean up," and then so he 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 goes away. The guy that they yeah. just had sex, and she's like laying down and like kind of like trying looking to, like straight up, just resting. Yeah, and then you see like garden shears. Yeah, she like closes her eyes for a bit and then opens them and screams. And you see the garden shears and they like come down. And then they snip closed. They snip closed. And so he comes back. And she's like uh, laying on the side. He's like, oh, like, why are you sleeping? Like, come on, wake up. He flips her over and like her like, like her two eyes and like the bridge of her nose are just completely like sliced. Yes. So he like gets up and he like, like backs up into a, a tree branch like a, someone a wraps a, sorry a tree trunk wraps like a belt around his head and the tree and like it's right over his eyes and they insert like a stick into the belt and start twisting it yeah and they twist it so hard it basically crushes like his eyes and his like skull yeah you see like it like digging into his eyes and like blood coming out and then it, like, and then it like sn- the leather snaps yeah it's the end of him, and then everyone start, everyone at the like ranch starts getting worried because they're gone, and they haven't come back. Well, we also, they're worried about that they haven't come back, but we also get a scene of, like, they're, like, kind of, like, searching for them, but the, the kid is going to go see his brother yeah. in the trailer park, and so um, they take, a, like, a an entourage, so it's one of the counselors, the kid... And they're gonna take Tommy so he yeah. can like get out and like get out and like you know, socialize. socialize, yeah. And so <clears throat> they go to this trailer park um, while the others look for mm. the other. Um, people. Some of them look. One of them, I mean, ends up you know trying to get his Mac on. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that because that's after the trailer yeah. park scene. Because um, what they do is they go to the trailer park. And this brother is like just living in a van down by the river. Um, and I knew you were gonna say that. He has like <laughs> it's it's funny because he his like whole like van is like filled with like junk food and like fast food and stuff. No, listen, I I, I dig it because he has enchiladas, he has tacos, he has pizza and egg rolls and egg rolls. Yeah, because because like he offers the kid enchiladas and then when the you know the girl comes in the camp council or whatever he offers her pizza he offers her everything yeah egg rolls pizza enchiladas tacos and he's also got his girlfriend with him there yeah so they're just talking and uh while they're like in the van like just because the brothers are just catching up there's like a you know like this neon sign and the guy goes to it and is just like sorry tommy goes to it and is just mesmerized by it and we see like a headlight come on, come close to him, yeah. And he like tries to like shield his visions to see, shield his vision to see who it is. And it's the hillbilly kid, the son, yeah, the son. Like, it, well, I, sh- I say kid, but he's a full grown adult. Uh, he's, like, he's like a forty year old. Man, um, he's yeah. a forty year old man that acts like a child. Uh, <laughs> so he stops just before hitting Tommy, and he's like, "I got you." Uh, like, uh, and then he like sees the 
truck that they and he's came like, in. You're he's one, like, of you're one of those loony bin, like loony bin uh, people, and like he starts like antagonizing him, and he's like, "I'm gonna beat you up. My mom hates you. My mom's gonna chop you up." And then he like tries to punch him, but Tommy like just Tommy kicks his ass, owns him. He just fucking like completely kicks his ass. And then you know they all see what's happening. And they yell. Well, and like Tommy's beating the shit out of this guy, and he's about to like you know go, like basically kill him. Pretty much, yeah. And the counselor's like, "No, Tommy, don't!" Like, and then he runs away. So he's all upset. And they have to like cut their you know the meeting with the brother. So short. they have to go back to the um, the house. So they leave. Um, the the brother, you know, he's like with the girl, and then his he's like, "Oh God, oh no." She's he's like, like, what the uh, hell? What's wrong? And it's like, God damn it. Those enchiladas. And then he so runs like, into a fucking, yeah. like a aluminum fucking shitter. And then, okay, so the scene is just, I don't even know. Like, it, the the way they set it up is like, a, it's interesting. It's a little bizarre, but. It's a little bizarre. So he's sitting in the shitter and it starts shaking and he's like. He's like, what? What's going on? And like, it's the woman, like his teasing. girl, his girlfriend, teasing him, and they start singing to each other. They start singing, and then like while they're singing for like a good minute, it shows him in there because it keeps cutting back and forth, him in there, her outside, and then like you hear like a, like a gasp. Yeah, and then like the, and he he stops singing. He's like, are you there? Like, when it starts shaking again. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I'm coming out there. Like, you're going to get it. And then he tries opening the door. And he can't. And he, like, looks down and she's, her body is blocking the way and yeah. her throat is slit. Her throat's slit. So he, like, gets in there terrified. And then you, and then, like, starts shaking again. And then someone starts stabbing, like, a long, I don't even know what the hell it is. It's like a piece of rebar. Like or a something? piece of rebar through like, it. Yeah. And he's, like, going in all the corners. Then it, like, stabs him through the kneecap. Yeah. And he like leans up against the wall and it like impales it through impales his him. stomach. So he's dead. And then the fucking the hillbilly mom is making dinner. She's has the biggest fucking stock pot I've ever seen in my entire I'm life. Throwing all this nonsense in and the Well, because her stew's the best, remember? She said she said it's the best stew that we've ever had. And he's driving on his motorcycle. In circles, just like he beat me, mom. He's all he cry- fucking. He's beat all me. crying and having a tantrum while like like zooming around his house. And they keep showing this like POV shot of him like zooming around, so you you know what's coming. So he like goes around the the front porch and like zooms around the yard a couple times, and then finally he like he zooms past a tree and you see a butcher knife come out. Well, it was it's like a like a it's it's- machete. Well, no, it's one of those big butcher, like square butcher, oh yeah, yeah, like knives. But it's like, I I can't call it a knife. It's like a big cleaver. Yeah, and it like comes out of nowhere and it slices his head clean off. And you see his head roll, and then well, and she's like pissed off and like throwing shit in there, and she's like, "Come get your dinner." And then you hear the door open. She's like, "Yeah, like she's like finally like no, you know." And then like, she like, "Why you can't fucking talk?" She like picks up a tomato and she's like, "Where are you?" And like. You see a hand come through with a butcher knife through the window, like a POV, like and like like a P like her POV. It like comes at the camera, and you see like blood like spray downward. Yeah, and then she just face first on her fist, like bursts the, bursts the tomato, tomato, which you know it's funny. 
it's the second death that I know of in this franchise where someone gets annihilated and they're holding uh, food in their hand and they crush the food. Because there's a scene in the last one. Oh, yeah. The final chapter where the woman, the hitchhiker, yeah, has a banana in her hand. Yep. And the fucking, like, you know, the knife comes through her throat and she, like, crushes the banana. Mm-hmm. So they did it again. And then her head goes face first into the stew. Yep. That's the end of them. Now we go back to the house, and this is where the guy's, like, shooting a shot. Mm-hmm. Because they're watching a movie. Yeah, because, um, what's her name? Because uh, the counselor and the kid get back, <laughs> and she tells him to go to bed, and, like, she tells him, like, okay, like, you guys stay here, like, make sure everything's good. Like, she tells that guy, like, you're, you're in charge now. I'm going to go find Tommy. Yeah. Because also the main guy... The main camp counselor, they can't find him either. Yeah. So they're um but yeah, the guys uh, the guy and girl are microphone. Oh. watching they're watching what is it called? A place in the sun. Yeah. Which is funny enough conveniently. Also owned by Paramount. Well yeah, I mean it says, this a, movie. it says a Paramount uh pictures production. But they're watching it. Well and he's like okay, so he <laughs> They're watching it, and she's, like, very much just paying attention she's to the movie. It. She's eating popcorn. Yeah. She's into it. And he's like, hey. Um, he's, like, staring at her, like, you know, waiting to say something. When he's so like, we've been here for, like, eight months, you know? That's enough time to get to know someone, right? right? And she's like, yeah. Shh, like, watch the movie. Yeah, like, I'm, but I'm trying to watch. And he's like, I I really, I like you, like, a and lot. she's like, yeah, I, I like you, too. And he's like, a lot? And she, she, like, looks at him and, like, starts laughing. Well, no, he says, like, really? A lot, too? Like, oh, I, and he's like, I want to make love with you. Because, yeah, his um, he has, like, a stutter, too. Yeah. Um, This character. And then she looks at him and kind of starts laughing. And he's like, I... He, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. And he gets, all frustra- he gets all frustrated and leaves her. And goes upstairs. And then he goes upstairs and he, like, knocks Shoots on... A shot, wants to shoot his shot again. So there's a one of the youths is like they listen. He's always she, listening to music. She listens to a lot of music and she's always has her headphones in and she's he like opens her door and she's listening to music again and he's like, I need to talk to you. And she's like, Can it wait? And, and he's, he's like, like no. no. And then he closes the door and like leaves. And then after he leaves, he's walking away and you see like something. Yeah. What what a, what weapon is it? I can't remember. Machete. Yeah, machete. And then that's it for him. Well, and she, so she finishes watching the movie and she tries to get the kid to go upstairs to go to bed, but he's like sleeping on the couch. So she puts a blanket over him. I, I guess it's not important, but that's what happens. Um, so she goes upstairs and she's getting ready for bed and she starts laying in her bed and it's like a huge lightning storm outside. Mm-hmm. And she, so she rolls over and then she... She gets killed by you see a hand like cover her forehead, and then because well, the mach- she sees the body, yeah, because he, he like Jason lays the body right next and it to has her. like a sl- like a slice going down his. So face. she starts screaming, and he holds her head and like stabs the machete through the mattress through the mattress uh, on the bottom because it's like a it's like a bunk. It's a bunk bed, yeah. Um, and then. <laughs> Meanwhile, the we other... get we get the music uh, girl, the music woman uh, doing the robot, doing the pop and lock robot um, to like eighties synth wave. Synth wave, uh, I dig it. <laughs> she's like, she's so into it. She's doing it, and and you get like a POV of like her 
dancing and then, and then jason then... comes in and like you know like wanders in slowly like his hands covered in blood and then she like looks over because she hears a noise and there's nobody there because there's like a little little wall area mm-hmm. kind of hide she keeps doing it and then you get like the shot of her dancing from the floor and then you just see like the two feet walk into frame mm-hmm. and then he walks up to her you know like grabs her by the throat puts like... her like up against the wall and stabs her in the stomach yeah and then the kid wakes well, like, up the kid wakes up to go to bed and like thinks that tommy's back so he goes into tommy's room well he like knocks on the door he's like tommy are you back yet then he opens it and then the lightning like the lightning strikes and it lights up the room and you see the three dead bodies on tommy's bed yep so the kid gets all freaked out understandably um, and like he goes to run down the stairs, but the counselor's there, and it's like a jump scare. And she's like, what are um, you, "What's going on?" And, and he's, he's just like, like, "Looks over, like." Well, he can't talk. He's yeah. in shock, and so he she goes in. She's like, "Wait here, like I'll be right back." And you see her walk in, and you see like, and then she just screams and walks out, and then slowly walks out, and then they r- start running out of the door. Like, we got to go. We got to get out of here. So right as they, like, run down the stairs, they fall, like, the kid falls <laughs> over, and this might be my favorite entrance in any of the movies, which is kind of funny, because it's not technically Jason. Well, I, lo- I love it, because the, the, it does, it's not like he just breaks the door open. That door, it fucking explodes. Well, they do, like, this, like, Dutch angle from below the ground, because it just kind of comes out of nowhere. They just fall. And it's like this Dutch angle and this door just fucking explodes and he just walks in and they scream and he's there with his machete. It, I'm not going to lie. It's probably one of the most hype Jason entrances. It's probably my favorite just because it's so. Which again, like you said, is funny because it's not Jason. Yeah. Cause, but yeah, he breaks through and the fucking lightning's going off and. It also has one of my favorite like shots of Jason mm-hmm. in, in any movie. I mean, it's like the iconic shot, but like it's really well set up and really like well framed. Mm-hmm. And I I love it. It's like one of my favorite like images yeah. of Jason. It's very, I don't know. It's just always gonna look cool. Um, I mean that's later. It's not like yeah. right now, but that is a cool entrance. I will admit. So they start running. They run into the woods. Um. Because they go out the like the back door. Yeah, they run to the woods and they run into the. They see the ambulance. Yes. And you see the other paramedic. Yeah, and he's he's dead in the in the in the passenger. Well, he's dead like sprawled across the seat, and so they start running back to the house, Mm -hmm. and the kid like gets away from her and like runs faster than her. So she like yeah, she ends up running into the main counselor. So the like the head guy of this camp is like nailed through his forehead. To <laughs> he a has tree. a he has a railroad yeah. spike into his forehead. Yeah. Um. And so they get back to the house, and then yeah, she gets back in the house and is like there, and it's kind of quiet. And then another thing that they always do in these movies, and it never gets old, is someone is in a room with a window, and Jason fucking throws a body through it because this I, happens. I'm pretty sure it happens in three. It definitely happens in four, and then they do it again in this. I just like love how much of an like intimidation tactic this mm-hmm. is because there's no reason Jason no. has to throw a body through a window. But it's great because you know your character is like temporarily kind of like calmed down, and then nope, 
Because he throws, out, yeah, he throws. It's like chef guy. He throws the dad, so the kid's dad through yeah. the fucking window. And his eyes are like gone. Yeah, his eyes are gouged out, and she gets all freaked out, understandably, and starts running to like the barn area. Yeah, she starts running towards this barn, and um, she ends up falling over, and Jason catches up to her, and as he's about to kill her, you see something like burst through the the doors of a. Mm. The barn. The, the barn, and it's like this bulldozer. It's, and the kid's driving, and, and like, he hits J- Jason. He, like, blinds Jason, because I guess Jason... Uh, I don't know why Jason just stands there, but who cares? It looks cool when the bulldozer hits it. Technically Jason. Um, and then, so Jason, he gets knocked back, and, like, you see him kind of react. I, you see I, him get, like, thrown, like, ten feet. Right. And then he falls over, and, you know, they... They kind of come closer to him to see, like, is it really... And he grabs the kid's leg. And then the girl, like, kicks him in the face a couple times. And then so he grabs the machete and they start... They run into the barn. And And Jason stands up and he has, like, a a gash across his stomach. And he's, like, visibly hurt. Which, if you're a... If you know... If you know this franchise, you know that Jason is just, like, pure fucking evil. He barely reacts to anything that happens to him. Yeah, because in this th- dude gets shot and doesn't do anything. Yeah, because in four, he gets a fucking computer screen launched onto his head and it fries his head and it, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he does. He, yeah. he doesn't react because he's like he's like a fucking like killing machine. It only temporarily knocks him out. He's basically like an evil fucking undead zombie. Yeah, but this is when yeah they go in the barn and this is when you see him approach the barn and it does that shot of. Well, like, that, this is like my favorite like framed shot of like. A Jason character like it's one of my favorites because mm-hmm. it's so cool because they have this blue light shining and then like he's standing like perfectly framed in, in, right in, in the, the in the middle of the door frame and you see like another blue light simulate lightning yep and like all the rain coming down it looks so fucking cool yeah he walks in because he's holding like the machete the classic machete and it's got blood on it yeah and it, like he's just fucking menacing as yep. shit yeah, he comes in like the kid's hiding um, the girl's like in a closet and he opens it and she starts fighting him with a well, chainsaw. A chainsaw and she cuts his like shoulder, which again, he's and, visibly hurt. And he gets like really hurt and uh so that then like she's about to like like swing at him again and the chainsaw stops. Yep. So like she tries to like start the mach- the chainsaw again, she throws the chainsaw at him and then starts climbing up the ladder. And then And then Tommy shows up. And he's like looking at Jason and he's like, well, he's like frozen, not with, believing that it's well, he's like real. frozen with yeah. fear because he literally killed Jason. Yeah, because they play the audio from the end of four. Yeah. When the kid was like killing him and yelling, die, die. They played that audio. And so Jason approaches him and like slashes his stomach. Yeah. And uh, so like he's Jason. Uh, so like Tommy's like rolling on the floor because he just got slashed and don't forget early in the movie earlier in the movie when he first came to the camp he has a knife that he, he hid under, underneath his mattress yep so he takes that out and stabs jason in the thigh yep and like again jason reacts and like falls over and, like really and is hurt. like really in pain yeah and then they so tommy like runs to the ladder and they're trying to get him up the ladder as jason like gets up again and like starts climbing up the ladder as yeah, he gets well. up there and tommy's like knocked out yeah he's like you know he's out of it 
and everyone's hiding. The kid's hiding. You know, he starts attacking the kid, starts attacking the girl, and they see that, like, because there's, like, an open area up top of this barn, and there's, like, this... I don't even know what the fuck it is, but there's, like, a something bunch of for, spikes. Like, uh, maybe something for collecting hay or something? I'm guessing, but it's just a bunch of spikes. Yeah, it's just a bunch of spikes. And she sees it, and so he's, like, struggling with the kid. Well, the kid ends up, like, jumping and basically knocking him over. Yeah, so he... And they you, think that they kill him. You think he, like, falls off into the spikes, but he's, like, hanging on the ledge, so he tries to pull the kid off the ledge. Yeah, so it's, like, her pulling the kid and him pulling the kid, and then Tommy wakes up. And sees the machete on the ground, so he, like, staggers up. And, like, slices Jason on the wrist. Yeah. And Jason lets go of the kid and falls back. Impaled. And you see, like... His mask falls off. His mask falls off. And you see him impaled, and, like, the mask is ripped open. Mm -hmm. And you see it's the paramedic uh, from the beginning of the movie. And then they're in the hospital, and the cop, the sheriff is talking to the girl and he's like yeah we found out that that kid that got killed in the beginning with the chocolate bar was the paramedic's son well he's like i don't know why he didn't tell anyone he never told anyone he just kept it it a secret and everything and so he got like so upset when his child died that he just went on a murder spree and decided to basically because he also has like a collection of like news articles about jason because i had to blame it he tried to like cover it up by just making everyone believe mm-hmm. it was jason um and then he's like she gets all this information she gets up and she goes to this to the room with the with tommy and it looks very it looks very happy very mm-hmm. idyllic when she's like tommy tommy it's over and he like wakes up and like has a machete and stabs her and then starts maniacally yeah. laughing and then he wakes up in like a uh, like a drip sweat, mm. and uh, you know he's like visibly upset. Um, so then we get the scene again where she walks well, he, into. His... He lays down, and um, oh yeah, and then he sees a vision of Jason, like ja- the the actual Jason. Yeah, he's all bloodied up. Yeah, and then like it disappears, and I think it's supposed to symbolize that like he became. I mean, with the very end frame, it kind of... Well, yeah, because, like, that's why Jason's image, like, disappears. disappears. Because he, like... Because not only does the image disappear, but he starts smiling. Yeah, because he kind of accepted Jason as, like, his new... Whatever. Identity. Yeah, he's so fucked. I don't get why they put the mask in the drawer. They really desperately wanted this to... That's all I can tell you. Like it was never his mask, though. Yeah, like it it would be in a crime scene lab somewhere. Yeah, like so it doesn't really make sense, but it just they really like you said they really wanted this to work. They really um, wanted this insanity to work. Yeah. So he like pulls the mask out of the drawer in his own hospital. And he room. hears um footsteps, and so like he just reacts, and she walks into his room. This is the counselor. I, what? As she's about to walk in, you hear a wind, you hear a glass break. Yeah, so she like rushes in, and she's like, "Oh no, Tommy, no!" And then it's a distraction, and Tommy's the door closes, and Tommy's right behind her with the J- the new Jason mask and a knife, and he like raises it up. Roll credit, roll credits. So Which, here, obviously, didn't go anywhere because well, yeah, and I mean because they brought Jason back in the next yes 
the next chapter. So um, they tried. I mean, I, still, I get it. I get, I get it because... I get they were, they were trying to do. They were trying to like do something new. They wanted a new killer. Yeah. It, it was it was going to be like the same hockey... Well, the new hockey mask with the blue... Yes. The blue marks on it. Because every... Cause see, as I'm sitting in this room right now, my friend William has a lovely little art piece that has every single Jason mask from every single movie. Mm-hmm. Even Jason X with yep, the it really does fucking crazy cyberpunk mask. Uh-huh. But every one of them is slightly different. Yeah, I kind of like that they did they do that every time. Well, even um another franchise which we'll get to, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, um Freddy has a slightly different look in every movie. Yeah, and it's nice. It's a nice it little is. yeah. It's a nice little touch. It like keeps it interesting, keeps it fresh, and you know it's nice that like. Each movie looks different. I get what they're going for because they're like, okay, that's the end of Jason, but that doesn't mean that we can't have a killer that like acts like Jason and maybe people, audiences will like understand more that this is like just a deeply disturbed person rather than a just a fucking evil supernatural, yeah, evil incarnate, supernatural like killing machine. Mm -hmm. But people liked the killing machine more. And so they went back yes. to the killing machine. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, they went back to the de- demonic zombie that is Jason. Yep. So I'm okay with that. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Like... I think it's kind of weird how they brought him back. I was going to say stupid, but I, I don't think it's stupid. I just think it's weird. What, the, the next one? The electrocution thing. Yeah, because, um, I mean, like, this is getting ahead of ourselves, but he, um, they go to his grave site to try to like destroy the body. And then when they like... And then basically, like, there's a fucking, like, metal rod through his body, and a fucking lightning strike hits it. Yeah, they basically fucking, like, like Frankenstein's monster him. Well, he literally even has that, because I know there's, like, he's, like, half fucking zombified or whatever mm-hmm. in that one. Um, which, again, I have no problem with, because that's probably my favorite one. And the it, it is an insane way to bring him back, which I think they were aware of, because... Now my only my only nitpick with this movie, and I get that they probably couldn't help it, like it was obviously studio involvement. Well, it, it's more than studio at that point. It just like I don't know. It it shies away from like being like really violent because it, it like it's a lot of cutaways. It's a lot of like yeah, you know, it's a lot of like people reacting to things, and then like something will swing in their face, and then it cuts away. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't like how they tamed, they toned it down. Um, Cause I mean, it's a slasher film. I want like, if you're watching this kind of movie, you want mm-hmm. a lot of violence. You want a lot of cool kills. And I just, for like the entire franchise, it has some not so great kills for me. Um, they're not the best, to be honest. They're kind of like just tame and they're kind of just average uh for the most part i mean there are some cool scenes obviously mm. it's still a good movie and it still like works better than chapter eight but see i don't know i can't really like fault them because these movies especially um this one and seven like i don't know if you ever watched like um what the hell is it called crystal lake memories that like massive documentary about this franchise but 
they talk about how like the MPAA had like a massive hate boner for these movies. Yeah. And they basically like kept giving them the um NC seventeen over and over. So they had to like keep whittling down. Well, and see that's what I mean. It's like I get it wasn't that's yeah. that's why it's like a, a nitpick. It's not like a I just wish we could have seen the I just full... wish I could have seen the full effect, right? Like yeah. maybe release I know they have some special features mm-hmm. on the Blu-ray where you can see some of the scenes. Yeah, they're not in like I just HD I really would like to see like an uncut version with yeah with the like full extended death scenes because you can tell like there's one or two scenes in this where it was gonna go far it's like it like does it like shows you something and then it does like a fade out effect and that it, it and there's no like like every other scene has normal scene transitions but then they'll do like these like during those death scenes they'll do like a a weird fade out effect and it just it screams of interference. Yeah. That's what you want to call it. Where there's obviously more footage, but they just fade it out and you're you're clearly missing like a few seconds of footage. Now listen, I still think it's a good movie. Yeah. Like don't get me wrong. I just I just wanted to see like as crazy a fucking like movie as like four. Yeah, because four is four is yeah. violent. It is well, like, the other thing with four is because they told them that it was the final chapter, so to speak. The uh, MPAA was more lenient on it. Yeah. Which is why, though it's funny because it was more lenient, but even 4, because you can look it up on YouTube, you can look at the uncut versions yeah. of 4, and each death scene still had like two or three seconds of gore yeah but they still whittled down i just, just i don't know like i just i kind of like the only reason i bring it up is because i would love to see an mm-hmm. like an unedited version yeah um because i guarantee you there's more footage of the guy who gets his head crushed yes with the belt I i'm sure they had a full skull crushing scene it looks like there's more to the part where the guy gets the flare Stuck oh yeah, it, like I guarantee you, there's more. I, with that. I guarantee there was more to that because they cut away really quickly. I guarantee there's more with. Uh... They might have showed the death of like the main counselor too. I don't I, that one. I I feel like they probably didn't, but I don't think they. I don't think they did because it's obviously supposed to be surprising. Yeah, when you see him dead. Um. But yeah, no, the flare. I think even the other guy. Because when he gets killed, they, like, do this, like, zoom effect. And it just, it, it doesn't look like, it. it's like a zoom effect where it's not the camera zooming. It's, like, yeah. done in post. Well, also the guy with the cocaine. Yeah. I feel like that was a longer There was definitely cut. more. Yeah, there was more to that. I mean, for what it is, it's a good, it's a good slasher yeah. movie. I just wish it was a little more, like, grisly. See, my... Has had more teeth. My single nitpick. And it's kind of... It might be weird. Because it's a slasher movie. And people say, why do you care about that? Well, I care, so fuck you. Um, is the... It, it, this movie... It's very... Like, I don't hate... I, I do like the characters in this movie. But you get, like, zero character development in this thing. Yeah, I'm 
I noticed that too, where it's just like you don't really get time enough with any of these characters. Because like in the one before this, like the with the final, because I mean, this movie this movie kind of has a final girl, um, but like the one before this. Well, that's, I, I mean that we can bring that got up. A lot. We we can bring that up too. It's kind of weird that literally the final girl is almost an afterthought in this movie. Which I get because it's like it is a movie kind of about Tommy. But they still do a final girl, so it's like they wanted to have their cake and eat it. But again, she's kind of an afterthought. So if you're going to do a final yeah. girl, why not give her more screen time? But that's the thing is, she barely has any. We know nothing about her. Well, she barely she barely yeah. has any scenes, and then we're yeah. supposed to care about her in the end. Because the one before this, like, and the kid barely has any scenes either. I'd say the kid has more screen time than she does. Yes, she, you know um, more about him because yeah. you know about his brother, you know about his dad, you know about all that. Well, yeah, and it's like. I don't know, like... But, like, you have this whole camp, right? And, like, all these movies have the same setup where it's, like, you have, like, a group of kids and then you... They develop them through the movie and they start killing them. But in this movie, they kind of don't because there's a lot of, like... Because, like, you get, like, the, the hillbillies, right? So it's, like, you get, like... You get screen time that's given to that. You get the greasers... So there's screen time given to them. There's the dude with the cocaine. There's screen time given to that. Well, it was, I was also kind of like fascinated by how this movie's pace is like breakneck speed. Which it is like... It's not a problem, but yes, right, it is it, breakneck. It, well, I mean, even for a slasher film, it yeah. goes fucking fast. Like people mm-hmm. are dying left and right like every fucking second. Like yep. it does not fucking slow down once Jason starts killing people. Yeah. Um, like once... it, just, it just fucking goes. It just floors it. Like, yep. Which, again, is fine, but I wish we had a little more time with the characters yeah. so their deaths were a little bit more meaningful. Yeah, because like... In the like in the fourth one, you know they introduce all these characters and you start to get to know them and you see all their like, in like their like at the party you see all their little character traits, their flaws, whatever. Yeah. And then the body count starts ramping up and it's kind of like, it's more effective because you you kind of get to know them, right? And you get to like them. Yeah. And then they start dying. Right. And this you didn't really get time enough to like like. I mean, the characters are likable. Yeah, they're not bad. But they're it's just... Not, it's not part uh, eight, where I don't fucking... I could not tell you a goddamn thing about any of the characters. <laughs> yeah. But there are some, like, where you don't want the kid to die and, like, all this stuff. So, so there is, like, characters that are important and impactful. Yeah. But for the most part, pretty much none of the other characters are. Yeah. Because there's a lot of, like... This movie has a lot of side characters. Yeah probably the most in any Friday the 13th movie. Well, what's weird too is like, I don't even know why they bothered showing the fucking cops multiple times. Like there's like nothing that goes almost fucking nowhere. Yeah. We just get a scene of like, you know, the mayor berating them and it's like, I don't have a problem with that scene necessarily, but it's not, it's not earned because yeah. like, they don't fucking like it goes nowhere. Like we don't care about these cops. We've seen them once. Like you could have had another scene, you know, giving the characters some screen time so that we know something more. Have, have a scene, uh, ha, like a typical slasher, have a scene of the cops investigating and talking to the actual characters. If that. We don't even know. get that, though. Like, we don't we yeah. don't get anything. It's just like a scene we're supposed to care about the cops. We know they're investigating, and that's about it. That's it. Um, 
And then at the end, it's just like, oh yeah, well, like we found out this paramedic guy, like his son died. Like right. that, that's that's literally the whole thing. Cool. It's fine. But anyway, so like small nitpicks, still a good movie. Still, still yeah. earns its spot in the franchise. I think, in my opinion, I still enjoy this. Like I still lower, think... lower on the like the lower on the post, obviously, but like I still think it earns it. Yeah. Um, I still think it's, I still think it's worthwhile watching it in the franchise. Like if you're yeah. watching, if you're doing a marathon and watching them like sequentially, I think you do still need to watch the movie. I think it's still impactful, but. And it's nice. And it's like, it, it is a nice, it's kind of interesting because if you watch them, if you marathon them, this is kind of a nice deviation, I guess. Well, it gives you a little bit of a reprieve from like jason just murdering you everyone. get four straight up horror movies with jason then you get this which is a lot more goofy i mean i think it's undeniable this is a much more goofy movie than the one before it yes because hell fucking final um chapter final chapter seems like a fucking like <laughs> final chapter is like uh it's like fucking um her- hereditary compared to this well, it's like it's like so dark and like mean. It's and a, vicious. I was gonna say it's a really mean and cruel movie. And then you get this, which is so goofy that it's like it's such a one eighty. Um, and like, don't get me wrong, because like, final chapter and six are my two favorites. Yeah. Um, but this is kind of a nice deviation, just because it's like you get four movies of just like escalating, like fucking cruel terror and dread and yeah and then you get this kind of silliness i mean it's still a horror movie obviously but it's a nice little distraction so i still like this movie i mean it's still like it's it's a good looking movie. i still think it earns its place yeah. it's still it's still fun to watch and that's yes. what's important it's it still, is still a fun movie. it's still a good friday the 13th film um is it the best no no but it it is really it is worth watching i think um, shitty to pretty. I'll give it an eight. Eight. I think it earns an eight. Like final chapter would probably be a. Ten. I think we we did, did give it a, a, 10, a ten because final chapter is the final, final chapter. Yeah, it's legendary. Like final chapter is. It is final chapter is such a quintessential slasher. Mm-hmm. It's like almost cliche. Yeah. How it has everything. Yep. Um, this, I still think it's a nice attempt. I mean, I, I really, obviously this fucking went absolutely nowhere because. Well, yeah, they just went back to, they just went back to Jason. It's one of those things like, Um, I don't know if like the logical part of my brain, I don't know if this whole fucking thing with Tommy becoming a killer really works. Like the logical part of my brain doesn't know if it really works, but it is what it is. Well, I would say it earned it if it if he had more of a connection to Jason, but he really doesn't. Well, he killed him. He just killed Jason, yeah. but he didn't have like a. There was no like personal. I don't know. Like, I don't know if you really need the personal one because that's almost too like cliche. But like, if they said like, oh, him, he's related. He, I don't know if it earned the whole him becoming Jason. Yeah, it's just like. I don't know. I like yeah, him, I, him literally becoming, literally becoming Jason. Becoming Jason. Because the thing is, like, because Jason, 
I like it better when Jason's like a supernatural force. Like right. he's like this demonic force. And yes, he is still kind of supernatural because he like almost possesses Tommy's brain. But like well, it's like I think it's an interesting idea. It's an interesting idea of like what happens if, you know, a young kid witnesses all this carnage and then kills the killer. Like what happens? It's an interesting idea. Because obviously, I do think it's realistic that he would become fucked up. So that part, I get. I get it's the just, fucked up part. I just don't get the him be- literally becoming Jason. Especially after killing fake Jason. Yes. So not only did he kill real Jason, he killed fake Jason. Yes. And it's like going from that to just fuck it. I'm Jason now. Yep, I'm Jason. <laughs> there can only be one. Fuck it. Well, also, like, in that respect, if they continued with that, Jason would now be human. It would be a human killer. It would be a human killer. So now you couldn't do as crazy of shit where it's Mm -hmm. like you're literally maiming this fucking, like, beast. Yeah, and that's the Uh, other thing. is Because, like, like, you can now shoot him. You can now mm -hmm. electrocute him. You can now flamethrower him, and he gets mortally wounded. Because that's the other thing is, like, even ignoring the uh, kind of ho-hum fan reception to this movie i think the other thing is like once they because this did make money so once they started writing six i think the other thing is that they were just like well we kind of fucking wrote ourselves into a corner because like are we just gonna make a slasher movie with a human killer because like then that's not friday the 13th well it also just becomes again another slasher in that regard it doesn't become Friday the 13th again. Mm-hmm. You have a human killer now. So now it's just another slasher. It's just another normal Like, slasher. yes, yes, it has the name Friday the 13th, but it doesn't have Jason anymore. Right. So it's like, what do you do? And I'm sure some people have the, you know, argument, well, part one wasn't Jason. Right. But at this point, the movies that everyone loves, because I do like part one the non-Jason one, but it is funny because I know there are people out there who do not like part one and only like the sequels. Honestly, I don't blame them. I I do like part one a lot. I like part one, but it is funny because part one, the people who made it are 100% on the record as saying that they were just trying to rip off Halloween. Yep. And it became a fucking juggernaut. And honestly, hot take, I like these movies more than Halloween. Sue me. I don't give a fuck. As um, a franchise, as a franchise, that's an are, easy fucking win. These are a million times. That's better. an easy win as a franchise. Maybe not like if you combat the first one against the first Friday the third, like the first Halloween, first Friday the thirteenth. Right. Halloween wins every time. As a franchise, yeah, no, easily. But because <laughs> obviously, like the people, what people love in this franchise is Jason and the the supernatural aspect, but it's not too supernatural until you get to part seven which uh I'm, I'm curious to give that another watch um because it is a f- another fucking batshit insane movie but people love jason yep they had to have jason back when well, awesome. you can you can tell we like jason because this fucking episode is going to be longer than our usual um so we could make we could talk for hours on end this could be just a <laughs> the fucking friday the 13th jason Voorhees podcast and slashers i fucking love this franchise and i will defend it to the day i die even this movie like 
because here's the thing even this movie even with our nitpicks what i love about this movie is how it is just it's just entertaining yeah like all the other ones except you know manhattan it's entertaining it's just fun like i don't know what it is i don't know what it is about the the chemistry of these movies and how they're made but there's just something fun even when there's no carnage on screen there's just the characters are still fun it's 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 you know it's fun to look at yeah it's just a it's a it if you like slasher movies this is like magnum opus like i mean every single movie in this franchise like is entertaining yes it's just like you have like 10 plus movies that are just fucking like really just fun to watch and plus with this one what i also like about the these kind of franchises is even with movies like this where they're like yeah they're not as good as the other ones and they make some weird choices but i appreciate that there's different things attempts at different things because otherwise i do think it would just grow stale if it was just the same exact movie because even part six has some crazy stuff in it and it's very different thankfully and then the remake ruined it all and then the remake happened and then we haven't gotten a single fucking movie since then. yeah so there we go okay that's uh, that's how we end the podcast <laughs> <laughs> just gushing about this franchise and then the remake happened and it's all over it's like my mr plinket thing yep now everything sucks (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i don't know like i i could like i said i could we could talk about these move these movies for hours um so we're probably gonna just leave it there um if you haven't i would suggest maybe marathon the Friday the 13th films. I I've mean, done it multiple times. They're accessible on Blu-ray. I'm sure they're I on... I think they're on Hold Paramount on. Plus. I believe, actually. Um, I just saw it. I think they would be because, I mean, it's Paramount. Like There is... I don't is know about all of This one, you can watch it if you have um, Max. Okay. HBO Max. Yeah, this is on there. I know you can find these movies. And they're well-loved. So if you haven't kind of dipped your toes into friday the 13th please uh, maybe watch the first one first see if you like it um, i think watch all of them i mean why not just marathon plus it. i mean the first one still sets up kind of the whole thing and the first one has one of the most legendary iconic um gotcha jump scares in any movie yeah the very ever. end yeah which i mean lesson and if you haven't seen that just prepare it's so good I it's, wish I wish I could watch it with virgin eyes again. It's, I really do. It's, it's so still lit. good. It's still lit. It's still it's still awesome. But I would love to go back and watch it for the not first have a clue time again. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, before we go off on another tangent, <laughs> get this back on track. Uh, let's get this back on track. Well, in the episode here, we don't want to go on for too long. Um, for they mostly come out at night. This has been Will. This has been Alex. We will talk to you all later. Bye. 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 Fucking goddamn remake. Ruined.